You're listening to Good Reporters Podcast, encouraging you to use your platform and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, because good reporters bring good news. Hey everybody, it's Chris Edwards, aka Young Christlike on Instagram, and this is the third and final episode of the Restoration Series, and I really do hope that it's been a blessing to you, that it's changed some of your lives, that you've been sharing it to people, that it's been helping people, uh, because it truly, honestly, has been helping me. And so I'm so grateful that I got a chance and opportunity to do this, and I pray to continue to do more things like this in the future. Um, But today, this is the third and final episode, and it's entitled, I'm Not Accepted. I almost forgot the title of the... It's it's entitled, I Am Not Accepted. And this goes out to people who, you can honestly, it's probably more relatable to those who are just new in their faith. But this is for anybody. This is for people who've been seasoned in their faith, honestly, too. Um, Where you feel as though you're not accepted or won't be accepted due to your change in life. And this is or or due to just the life that you live or, you know, you you really can't reach out to as many people as you want to. Because when you reach out, they're like, you're not the same. Uh, This is more so for even just for the younger people or people who just got their lives changed over to Christ. Um, who might just be feeling like they're you're pursuing something greater. You're finding Jesus. You're trying to do better. And you're just worried. Maybe I might not have the same relationships with friends. Uh, maybe the girl or the guy that I like who's not really saved or not really that serious about Jesus might not be as interested anymore because I might be changing. And, and maybe my parents, if they're not saved, or my family who don't really understand or believe in Jesus, uh, they might look at me like, man, you do, you're over there doing that God stuff. And this is for everybody. And maybe even more, you're stuck in the house now because of the pandemic. And it's always been the case where people who were around you didn't really care too much about your relationship with God. And you're finding it hard to stay focused on that path with your relationship with God. And this is for this is for all of us. This is for all of us. And so let's get into some scripture. Um, in the book of John, chapter 15, and verse 18, verses 18 through 19, verses 18 through 19, it says, if the world hates you, Remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it, but you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world, so it hates you. And the world, and the word hate, excuse me, the word hate honestly might be a bit extreme if you're trying to catch the visual, but it's there, so we're going to address it. But the word hate is saying the world hates the side of you that is not like it. And so we're talking world, we're talking flesh, we're talking the desires of our hearts, the things that that we naturally have before we're even thinking spiritually or anything, the things that we have when we come out. We wanna eat, we wanna you know, hang out, we wanna do whatever. We wanna do, our nature is sinful, so our nature just wants whatever. It wants sex, it wants uh, drinking, it wants you know just gluttony and to be eating all the time. And it doesn't think too much about the spiritual side. But when we do decide to give our life to Christ, our nature changes. We become new creations. Um, And we do become the new creature that the Bible says that we become. And because of that, relationships may change. Some people might look at us and say, you're a little bit different. You're a lot nicer, uh, which is not a bad thing, but they might not love it so much. Or you're not as, you know, not as serious about, or you're more serious about things, or you don't take things too lightly. Or 
And and honestly, it, it shouldn't quite change you too much when you get saved. Of course, your your morals might change, and things you do, and places you go might change, and it might irk people or might rub people the wrong way. Like you used to come out here, like what happened? You don't hang out with us anymore, or you used to fight all the time. Now you don't fight, or you used to you know you used to want to drink and do all these things, and why you don't want to drink no more? Or the girl that you're dating, or we're dating, or the guy that you're dating, or we're dating, um, we're just gonna stop having sex now, or you just don't want to have sex. Like what are you not interested? You're just gonna read the Bible in front of me. It, it happens and it's true. And so it does impact people like that. And right now in the midst of a pandemic, which is the reason why this series is even happening, a lot of things can change. A lot of things can go upside down. Um, and a lot of things can start being brought to light due to the fact that we're inside more. We might be, like I said, around family more who doesn't really believe in what we believe in. And now it's attacking our belief. Um, or we might just be saving our lives. We might just found a new church, found new people that we can hang around. Uh, even if it's just through FaceTime or whatever it is, or just Zoom calls or whatever for the church. And people are like, you're changing. You're not hanging out with me as much. You're hanging around with the church people. I want to bring light to the fact that the world may not hate you as literal as the word hate is, but it might not resonate the same with you because of the fact that you're a little bit different because you're changing and you're, you're pushing towards a different sort of excellence for yourself. And that's not so bad. And so let me give an example. So for me, I don't have too much scripture for this one, but for me, I do have an example. And I remember when I'd just gotten saved and I was 16 years old, it was summertime and I came back into to school and I was just different. You know, I was just different and it wasn't bad. I was still nice. I was still friendly. I looked the same. Honestly, I probably looked a little bit better. I was working out that summer. Holla at me. Um, well, don't holla at me. <laughs> holla at 16 year old me. Um, but I was just, I was working out and I was, I was on it and I just got back to, I got into a relationship with Christ. And when I came back, I was different. Like I was very, I was bubbly. I mean, we all, I think we go through that season in the beginning of our faith where we're either like extra holier than thou. And it's like, you can't do this. And the Bible says not. And this, that, and the third. I think we all had that moment where you're like, oh my gosh, this person's a Christian and they have a tattoo and this person's a Christian. And they said, and then eventually you loosen up. Um, I wasn't so hard on to that side in terms of people seeing that. I was more like the super bubbly and super friendly and oh my gosh you want a chair here's a chair I, I can go get that chair from you from over there and and how about oh, oh you want me to open the door i'll open the door and i'll hold it until class is over and i miss my class but as long as you got through the door everybody like i was super friendly and it, it, and i can see it now maybe it's been a little bit excessive but i remember there was a girl who didn't she just didn't like me like she just didn't like me and i remember one of my friends told me and they're like hey yeah this this girl doesn't like you i don't know and i was just like Okay. I was like, I don't know why. I mean, I never done anything bad to her. In fact, I probably going above and beyond to make sure that everybody was good. Um, and I was just so friendly and I was just showing love. And I remember she just told me, yeah, like she just doesn't like you. And then as time went on, I didn't get it, but I never got mad at her. I just, I felt away, of course, as a human. And I was like, you know, okay, you don't like me. Like, you know, I might hold that door a little bit, let it go. No, I, <laughs> I never let it go. But I would just, I would just wonder why. But eventually, like she came up to me and she told me, like, I don't know. Like before, when the year started, I didn't really like you that much. But you're just like, you have a really great heart. And you're just a really great person. And, you know, and now I could see, you know, you're just great. And like, it, and, it, and it was interesting to me. But I realized, and I got to know her as more time went by, that a lot of the things that happened in her past you know, just, just really bothered her. And, and she's been built up a way in which she grew into a person who just didn't really like, like she wasn't taught the, the Christian way. She wasn't taught super nice and friendly way. So she was taught be tough you know, just live through it, get tough through it. And and so that's the way she was raised. And so I bring this story up that sometimes you're worried about trying to make sure that everybody feels better. You're trying to make sure that they're good. But honestly, 
the reason why they probably aren't resonating with that new change in you, or the reason why they're not resonating with the God in you is because something about their spirit is being hurt. They're used to being angry. They're used to being disappointed. They're used to being people being nice to them with bad motives. They're used to just things like that. And so when they see it, it might come off weird. They might be like, why is he so happy? Why is he smiling all the time? Why is she, you know, so nice to me? You know, what does she want? And it might hurt their spirit, but I just want to, I want to tell you, don't lose. First of all, don't dim your light. Because you're worried that you won't be accepted, because you're worried that people are going to look at you like, oh, look at this Christian guy, nice Christian girl, being too friendly, being too kind, being too nice. Continue to do what you do. Continue to love people. Um, be nice. Be friendly. Continue to love other people. Continue to seek after God. And don't be worried about people thinking, oh, you're going to change. You're changing now. You don't go to places you go. Continue to do what you're doing because I'm telling you, they will come around one day and see that what you're doing is for the better. And you're changing yourself and you're doing greater things for your life. Don't be worried about who you lose along the way. Don't be worried about um, if somebody's too concerned with, with you being too friendly or they don't like the way you're moving anymore. Continue to do that and also continue to love them and also continue to pray for them. Even if they don't want to hang out anymore, continue to pray for them because you do not know what they're going through. You do not know why it's irking their spirit and you do not know exactly why they might be coming down on you. But don't worry about trying to be accepted. I want to just remind you to continue to be who you are, continue to push towards that goal of meeting Christ and getting to know Christ and, and continue to inspire others to do that. Don't dim your light. I just have to continue to say that to you. you might, and this is for somebody specifically or some people. This is not, it's not a word I got from God and said, there's one person, come on alive and talk to, or come on this video and talk to this one person. No, but I know because I've been there and I know a lot of people who've been there. And I know that the worry and the fear is that, you know, now that I'm, around these people, or now that they see what I do, or now that they, you can't hide that light. Continue to let it shine and pray that it resonates with them eventually. It may not resonate off rip, but you have to keep being the light. Don't put yourself under that, under that desk or anything, or under that table. Let your light shine. Continue to follow God. And if you just found God and you just found Christ, don't stop because you're worried. Don't stop because things got a little tough. Don't stop because it's sin in your life. Don't stop. <laughs> just keep moving and keep pushing. Trust me. You're going to impact somebody. And I say that to say that everyone has their own pace. So they might look at you a little funny when you're moving that way. Just keep doing it. Just keep on going. Keep on going. And that's for you. And that's for me too. But never dim your light. No matter what situation you're in, no matter if you think this crowd is not about it, they, want, they don't want to hear about Jesus, they want to hear about this, so I'm going to change my motive. Keep being consistent because you might be the light that they just needed, that they haven't seen. They all, all they see is people who are like them and want to see something. And they see something different. It might throw them off, but they might need to see it in order for a change. So let's get encouraged. Let's move forward. And, and this is the ending of the series, man. And it, and it hurts. But I have one more scripture for this series. And, and this is the ending of scripture. And this is in John chapter 15, verse 14 through 5. I got my Bible, slash iPad, slash notepad right here. And we're using this. To just finish off the series in John 15, chapters four, I mean verses four through five, it says, Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And that's a reminder, not just for this but a reminder for every single thing from this episode, episode three, episode two, and episode one. The Restoration Series is about reminding yourself to continue to revamp yourself and to change and to elevate higher and to grow more and to restore and to remain in him. 
Don't lose faith. Don't lose sight. So right now we're just going to pray out. Um, and right now, if you're, if you're going through this, this specific thing, um, where you feel as though people are not accepting you or you're worried that you won't be accepted, you don't want to even come to you. This is even for people who don't want to come to Christ because they're worried that if they change their life, people won't accept them the same way. They won't have the same following. Forget about it. You have like the world may not love that you're not talking about drugs and things of that sort anymore. But if they love you, they'll love you. So continue to do what you're doing. So let's just pray for those who feel like they won't be accepted, are not being accepted. And things are changing in their lives and they're not liking the direction and worried that maybe they might lose people or things of the sort because they're different. They're changing it for the better. Continue to push on. And so we'll pray right here for you. Father God, we thank you so much right now. Thank you for your gift of salvation. Thank you for your love. And for those, if we haven't received you yet, and are willing to receive you. Thank you for opening my heart today. But right now, I pray that my only focus be you and not whether I'll be accepted or not. I pray that I don't look into myself and wonder what people will think, but see only you and your purpose in what I do. I pray that I continue to grow in you and not take a back step because I'm worried about how I will be received. And that the more that I grow in you, that people will see those who may be looking at me funny, those family members who may be saved, I mean unsaved, and don't like the fact that I'm changing. Let my actions change their hearts. And let my mind be renewed and my whole life be restored and my faith be restored. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. And right now we'll do a prayer again. But this prayer is going to be for the people who are in all three categories. Honestly, it's just it's just for everyone in all three categories, for restoration as a whole, to restore whatever area of your life, even if I didn't touch on it here, for restoration. If this is you, pray with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you right now for whatever it is in my life, and for however I have lost or feared or backslid or gone away and gone astray from the things of you, I pray that you restore all of those areas of my life. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. Restore my faith that I may continue to do your good work on this planet and to change the world for you. We thank you so much, Father. In your precious and mighty name we pray, amen and amen. And one last prayer, this prayer is for you if you have never given your life to Jesus Christ. This is the altar call. If you have never given your life to Jesus Christ, if you have been listening to me and you're like, yo, this young dude, 26 year old man, is just sitting here talking about the joy of Jesus and he seems normal. Well, I'm normal, kind of, sort of, you know what I mean? I'm a little, I'm, you know, I'm a little weird, but, but, <laughs> no, nah, but I'm normal and, and, and you're normal too. And giving your life to Christ does not mean that you have to lose any of your normalcy. It doesn't mean any of that. It's just the greatest decision you could probably, that you could ever, no problem, you could ever make in your life. 
So if you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, I want to give you this opportunity right now. It takes nothing but saying this with me, and you can begin your journey. So let's start here. Heavenly Father, I thank you, and I ask you to come into my life. I do not know where to go, and I do not know how to do it, but I'm grateful that you are not asking me that. You only ask that I have enough faith to surrender to you, and today I surrender all. I give myself away for your purpose, and I pray that you will become the Lord and the Savior of my life. Today, I accept you into my life. In your precious name, I pray. Amen and amen. And if you just prayed that prayer, you have given your life to Christ. And I am so excited for you. If you need me, reach out. You want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. Where do we go from here? I don't have all the answers. I've said that before. I do not have all the answers, but I can only direct you to the answer. And so I pray that this service service. I pray that this this series has been a has been a blessing to you and that you really enjoyed it. And let's get it, man. Let's get restored. Love you guys. Take care. Be blessed.